Greetings, greetings, greetings in love and oneness family. What's going on? It's your girl, it's your sister, Aphrodite Stone, the Starseed Healer, and it is Friday. It is the day of Venus. It is the day of love. It is the day of Oshun, and we are sending lots of positive vibrations of love to you all. What's happening, babe? Hey, hey, hey. How you feeling? Doing good. A little sleepy, but, you know, not get old. Yeah, a little, little tired. How you feeling tonight? Yeah, a long week, but I'm on vacation right now, so it doesn't matter. I'll catch up on all the rest I need. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling fantastic myself. Um, feeling great about the topic that we're going to be uh, speaking about tonight. Controversial topic, a lot of controversial movies that are out right now. Um, you know, so we've got a fantastic topic. So for those that are um, have checked the link online, if you want to call in and kind of share, the call-in number is 714 that's seven one four five eight three six eight eight seven, and I'm going to open up the chat room momentarily. Now, before we go any further, uh, make sure that we give honor and praise and love and just everything to the Most High, to the Creator, also to the lesser deities that have been created to assist mankind on our journey. That's your angel. You know, that's your loa, your orisha, whatever your tradition is, and giving honor to our igun and our igungun, our ancestors. All right, and we'd like to give honor to each and every one of you. Anybody you want to uh, big up, babe? Everybody. You know I keep it simple. Yeah, that puts everybody under an umbrella. So, you know, just warming up the energy a little bit before we start talking about our topic, which is interracial relationship issues. I wanted to talk about this last week. Um, however, I wanted to do a reading on the missing women. Um, so that's what was done instead. But I wanted to talk about interracial relationships based on a red box movie I had seen called Loving, right? And so... I want you and I and the listeners to kind of, you know, go into that a little bit, talk about it, if they've had experiences with um, interracial relationships, whether it be black and white, uh, black and Asian, white and Asian, Spanish and black, you know, whatever. There's so many different combinations out there. But specifically, the movie Loving was about white and black. Um, But before we go off into that, did you hear about, um, the explosion that happened over in Russia. Vaguely, vaguely. Um, yeah, I heard very vaguely about that, and, and and I think I've been hearing about retaliation. That were were we the ones that retaliated with that explosion, or no? That was a chemical uh, thing that I'm thinking about. Actually, I am positively not sure because I only kind of heard bits and pieces of something happening. Um, over there, and they were trying to investigate it as a terrorist attack. So, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to figure out if, 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 if we need to be concerned about there being some sort of backlash or some sort of preparing for war or something like that. Well, we we just struck. I think it's Syria, if I'm not, and if somebody else uh, knows exactly, like they can definitely. 
uh, speak on that one, but I, I think it was Syria that had some type of chemical uh, attack, and we ended up bombing their their airfields or something. So, so it, something's something's brewing. Something's brewing. Uh huh. Uh huh. Something's brewing. Well, we need to just keep ourselves in a positive vibration. You know, we can't really do much about what we can't change. Okay, and that's and that's definitely overstood. But we definitely need to keep our planet up in a high vibration for sure. You know. Um, other than that, I can't really. Is, is there anything else that's just really kind of newsworthy that you know of? Had you anything just just kind of jumping out? <sighs> not not too much that I know of. I've, I've kind of been been in the show this last week or whatever. Um, hadn't really been into the news. Except for what I, you know, hear in, in passing different TVs that's that's on in different facilities, but um, nothing too much is really great. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the, the drama that's going down in music is kind of, you know, calming down. Um, I know that the president did make some sort of a a, a, a statement about um, the Trump, you know. It's just, it's just, we, we need to really, it's like we can't, we can't ignore what's going on, but at the same time, we can't sit around and be in fear and worry and, you know, worrying about it and stuff like that. So, you know, oh, so there's a Tupac movie coming out. Are you excited yeah. to see this Tupac movie or what? And then on top of that, so now all of a sudden, Suge Knight has come forth with information about who tried to kill him. It's just like amazing how this information is now unfolding around the time of yeah. the movie coming out. What do you think about that, the the Tupac movie? He must be getting a cut or something. I, I don't know, like, because <laughs> that is going to spark a little, little bit more interest. Like, like, I'm sure a lot of people already were interested. Like, like you know, I want to see it, but um, I'm just hoping it's going to it's gonna kind of compare with the, uh, the big movie that came out or the well, you know, definitely love the uh, uh, man straight out of Compton. I, I I really love that one, but you know, I I, I hope it really compares to those because you know, pop, uh-huh. that's, that's they do. Uh-huh. 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 All right, so as we get ready to dig off into this topic, uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, a few a few weeks ago, I watched a movie. I like to sometimes in the night when I'm not sleepy and book phone has to go to sleep, I like to get a movie, you know. And I watched the movie Loving, okay, the movie Loving. And this movie was actually based on a true story, okay, about an interracial couple from Virginia who's, who's, uh, uh, their their marriage was basically illegal. It was it was outlawed. Okay, and that's what that's what their last name was. Their last name was actually Loving. Okay, so it's their story actually changed the Supreme Court. Okay, it, it excuse me the the law in Virginia. They went all the way to the Supreme Court in a case with Loving versus Virginia. Okay, and basically. Uh, at that time, especially in Virginia, ooh, those of y'all in Virginia, y'all need to know, like, the history of the state of Virginia, you know. Um, but anyway, there was a time that interracial children were not recognized as legitimate. 
um, even in the movie, there was a reference to where the one, um, they were actually arrested for even being, and they were married. They had snuck off and went to, I believe it was um, D.C. and gotten married in the movie. They had snuck off to D.C., and this is based on a true story. So uh, they had snuck off to D.C. and gotten married, and, you know, so they were actually arrested and thrown in jail. Uh, for being married, the uh, husband, uh, Mr. Richard Loving, was actually released, and his wife, Mildred, um, was held, detained a couple of more days because they said, get your people to come, you know, tell her, get her, get her people to get her, but you better not get her out, or y'all going to get arrested again. So it was a very long, hard day. actually had to move out of state and, you know, just to be a married couple. He really loved her. Like, if you if you look at the account of this story, you know, it makes you wonder, you know, is this type of love really possible? And obviously for them it was because they inevitably wound up being together. He bought her a, uh, he built her a house. After they won that court, uh, their, their case was in 1967, okay, uh, and, and their case invalidated state laws prohibiting interracial marriage, okay? And so... He was killed seven years after that and by a drunk driver. And I'm doing the, the air quotations, drunk driver. I was like, oh, yeah. They said, oh, you're going to change the laws of Virginia? They was calling nigga lover and everything. You're going you gonna, to you gonna, you gonna go and get us for her? You know, but they changed history. They changed history. And so nowadays we look at situations where, um, someone is in a a relationship or an interracial relationship. We recently saw the movie Get Out. Uh, well, I saw the movie Get Out. You still hadn't seen it yet. There's another movie just soon coming out where now there is a uh, a, a Caucasian man and an African American woman married, and then there's this crazy and deranged ex-wife. Um, you know, so there are all of these different movies. Jungle Fever was one from back in the day. We remember directed by Spike Lee, you know. Um, so we remember and we know about all of these different movies depicting it. But then look at real-life situations. And I hate to, you know, because we got to see both sides of this. We saw a very, with the movie Loving, we saw a very compassionate case, a very loving couple, something that almost seemed too good to be true. I mean, they, they fought so hard for their love that they changed the state of Virginia laws. But now, let's come present day. Situations like Kanye West, Lamar Odom, O.J. Simpson for the back in the day case, uh, 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 Chris Brown. So a lot of people are kind of kind of saying Tiger Woods. How many more can you can you rattle off? Just a lot, right? Go right, go right, go right. But. You know, so there's 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 a lot of this, but then look at the position that they wind up being in. So is it is it is it fair to say? And then here's I'm going to segue into a question for you to come on in. Is it fair to say where some people would say, oh, you mess around and get a white woman, man? They're going to take you down. They're going to take you for what they got. Or is it fair to people or people? People are people, and if you screw up in a in a marriage, 
you know what I'm saying, is more due to your character and who you are as the person. And guess what? If you happen to be a multimillionaire, guess what? The laws of the land say I get half of what you got. Hmm. And then is it more that our sisters are more forgiving and we will stay and stay and stay and stay while these white women, they ain't having it. You go ahead and keep your bullshit and I will take your money. I'm going to let you come on in on that. What do you think? Oh, uh, man, well, I like what we broke out about. But um, I'm going to say, like, like funny enough, like, what, what, especially, like, the high-profile ones, like, a lot of them ended up, you know, you get your success and then you get that white woman you didn't come up with the one that struggled with you from, you know, the bottom to who really, you know, helped you grind your way to that position to making all that money in the first place. Um, a lot of times those are the ones that, that we're walking away from and like, you know, well, I got a certain status now and, you know, from from society, uh, you know, it's kind of like what when we're growing up and we're seeing this, you know, oh, this high-profile athlete or big-time actor or this rich guy right here and they have their, their white woman on their side, it's like, oh, this is what you're supposed to get when you get this level of success. So, you know, a lot of them, they, they, they forget that this woman, this like woman who, who was really grinding with him when he was eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, trying to, trying to, you know, just get through the day. Was uh was really rocking with him, supporting him, and motivating him. You know, baby, you need to do this, you need to do that. Kind of like how you, you know, all the time, you know, step out and and do this and do that. But you know, a lot of them get their success, and then they're they're like, okay, well, I don't need this black woman right now. I'm trying to be fitting into you know society standards or high society standards. Give me a give me a white woman, which I I, I don't I don't but, know because I don't know about their lifestyle. But okay, but what about those who say because you will get you will get brothers uh, who will, who would chime in on the situation and their perspective would be okay, yeah, where where is this supportive black woman who was there cheering me on, helping me, building me, supporting me, you know, feeding me out of care? Where was she? Because what I saw was somebody who was yelling, demanding, controlling, you know, um, smothering always, you know, needy, asking for something, demeaning, cursing me out, telling me how much she didn't need me. And here over here, I got Susie, um, Becky, and um, somebody else over here who is a little bit more submissive, a little bit more, you know, oh, yeah, but see, that's the thing. They've been they've been playing that role, a lot of them. I, see, I don't like to be a judgmental person. That's why some of these topics are, it's hard to, you know, um, as a, a, so, a figure in social media, you know, it's always that I have to stay balanced, but at the same time, I don't have to stay balanced. I have to give my opinion because that's why I pay money to host the show, you know, for my <laughs> opinion. And my opinion is that, you know, when you – I'm so sorry, y'all. I know I always have a tendency to take things back to slavery. Where did the first desire for a white woman come from? By black, you know, in the eyes of a black man. I mean, come, we we got to examine that. Where did that desire ever come from? If we were as as history and society and everybody else would have us to believe, we were just sitting over there on the continent of Africa, just as happy as larks, okay, minding our business, running around, titties out with spears, and we. we so where would there have been a, a desire or a need? You feel me? Hmm. 
so it 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 it, it was introduced somewhere at some point. You see what I'm saying? So now you're looking at slavery where the master helped himself to whatever uh, he wanted, and then the wives, knowing what their husbands were doing, they would get one of those young stallions from the field or or the house one. You know, that's probably why he was made the house you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need you right up in here with me. So when master out there whooping butt, you can be up in here tearing this up. <laughs> so, so is it also safe to say, and we're going to get some people on the line here because we want to add some people in. So is it also safe to say that there could have been something that has been embraced and that some people genuinely find themselves attracted to people of other, you know, ethnic backgrounds. What, what, do, you, what do you think on that? Well, I, I mean, that's that's definitely true, though. Um, you know, you, 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 you want something different sometimes as well. Uh, like, I, I, I had a lot, and it's, it's, it's weird because a lot of the guys who I grew up with who usually were dating, the, the white females were usually the uh I wanna yeah, you know, keep the religion out of it. But um, you know, they were these pro black dudes who, who everything was black power, this and that and you know, they they'll be quick to educate you on, on you know, self but <laughs> they were as a white girl, so I was always yeah, I was always like, Well that that don't seem right. Like you talk about the strength of the black man and the, the black family but you got white girl, so I, I never understood that. So some, I, I wish, like, you know, honestly, like, not even being funny, but I would like for one of those guys that, that to really break that down to, you know, no, I, mean, I just need help on that one. But, um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know, you know. I'm going to go to the lines. Yeah, uh, so we're going to go. I'm sorry? Oh, no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. We're ready to go to the line. So for those of you all that would like to chime in on the topic of interracial relationships, if you've had an experience with an interracial um, relationship, interracial dating, have you been married, are you a biracial child, um, did you have issues with you? People talk about identity crisis. Like I personally have uh, a couple of uncles that have – dated white women, and I have cousins who are biracial cousins, and I don't really see an identity crisis because they identify themselves as black. So, um, but there are, or at least I've heard of cases where, you know, um, you know, biracial children, you know, grow up to have these identity issues. So, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. And then, so if you had an experience and you'd like to share, or would you date someone outside of your ethnic group? Would you? You know? So we're going to go to the lines. If you'd like to share, I'm going to call out your first three digits, your area code. And if you don't want to share, it's all right. We just appreciate you being here. Area code 704704. Hey, Queen. Peace, peace, Queen. How you doing? Good. This is Black Queen. Um, hey, Brother Stone. How you doing tonight? 
I'm well. I just want to say um, I'm really just listening, and I have dated outside my life, and I'm going to just leave mm-hmm. that <laughs> You're not getting no fun just... that easy. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no ma'am, no ma'am, no ma'am. I mean, what what was it? What was it like for you? Just at least share a little bit about the experience. I mean, what 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 did you like? What did you not like? Would you ever do it again? No, I would never, never, ever, 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 ever do it again. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hmm. What I he what I didn't like is the fact that he was like a certified net, um, mm-hmm. of sorts, and I'm gonna leave that there. Uh, what I did mm-hmm. like is that um, I felt that was, this was I'm 40 um, now. This was when I was mm-hmm. 18, I think 18, 19, so. What I did mm-hmm. like is up until I dated him, um, I I had, I didn't um, a man had never made me feel like a queen like he did, which which looking back is well, I, I look at that a certain way too because sometimes, uh, mm. but anyway, I'm just leave it at that. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. he made me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He made me feel like a queen. Like when I look back, he like he really he really did. Like he worshipped. Like if I told him to get down and, and lick, and I don't know if he's feeling like a queen or just him being a sucker, maybe. Um, if I told him to get on his knees and lick, just kiss every step I took, he would. Like you know. And I'm not saying and I did because I'm old, not that type. some old fifty. Fifty Shades of Grey ass shit. That's what you were. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not true, sis. That's not true. Um, I just always, you know, explain it like that because that's how he was. Like he just loved. No, we understand. Me. So let me you ask know, you this so. real quick, Queen. Let me ask you this real quick. Do you feel that? Um, do you feel that a lot of sisters, you know, who do make the choice to, you know, go with a Caucasian man, or uh, uh, in your in your in your personal opinion, do you feel that a lot of them doing that for money? That they that, you know, let me get with this white dude because you know he got some bread and they looking for status. Do you think a lot of them do it for that? Oh, oh and for the be- and for the pretty kids with the quote unquote air quote pretty hair. Of course, that wasn't mm-hmm. why I did it. But yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that that's been going on for for even back probably back way back. You know, I give you mm-hmm. a few, you know a few dollars, you know, and it's just you know carried on. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you so much for calling in and sharing with us. We love you so <laughs> much. Thank you. I want to say I love you so much. I just want you to know that, and I hope you you feel that. That loving energy for me, I really, really absolutely, absolutely. I love you too. You know that. Thank you so much for all your love and support. I really appreciate you. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Peace. <laughs> Peace. So, you know, that's what's you know, babe. One of the sickest things I had ever heard from a sister one time, and I and I. 
you know, I never, when I was in my early, you know, not my early, yeah, my early 20s and my late teens, I never really pictured myself really being with no white dude like that, you know, but I was never, you know, judgmental, you know. I lived in a part of Pennsylvania um, during a short period of my adolescence with my grandparents uh, called Harrisburg where, you know, that's a big um uh, interracial, like that's pretty much all you see up there in interracial relationships, you know. So it wasn't, you know, that weird to me, but it just never really was in my flavor. But one one of the most sickest things I heard from a sister was that she wanted to get with the white dude because she wanted pretty babies. I said, girl, you don't know it's nothing like a beautiful black baby. Do you know that some people are really so mentally challenged that they actually feel like to get with a Spanish man or 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 or, or, or a white man or, or these brothers too. They say I want to get these Spanish sisters and these white sisters because I want these pretty babies. They don't want no nappy head babies running around. What type of sick rationale is that? Yeah, that's crazy. Ah. Yeah, that's, yeah, but but we all we all know this. Those who who said that or who feel like that, but yeah, I'm on the too. Like, <laughs> I love my boys. I love their hair. Love it. Mm-hmm. But what type of what type of mental, you know, fortitude would a person have to have to base, you know, the type well, of person uh, that they want to procreate with off of how the kids are going to come out looking? I think some of that comes from just themselves. Like, like maybe they growing up were were picked on about certain things like whether it's the hair like oh that be head or you know just just looking at themselves that self image and and not liking what they see and they they feel like well I don't want my kids to to go through what I went through so you know in their mind they're like well I'm gonna create a, a you know a, a different uh, environment well a different different person almost you know I want my kid to be light skinned with the the curly hair or or whatever. I don't. I honestly couldn't even tell you, but I think a lot of it comes from like a self-image problem. Mhm. 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 I think that. I think that love. Um. You know. First of all, I think that true love, if if one could say that they have ever experienced it, or would ever experience it or would like to ever experience it. I don't think that there should be any limitation, okay, size, shape, color. You know, if, if if what you really want to experience is true love, and for some people that's their reality, that's all they really want to experience. They don't care what kind of package it comes in. They don't live in that type of reality. However, we live in a society that is that, you know, you know, see, back in the, the the 50s and 60s and even some early parts of the 70s, it was the, the black and white lines were, were more easily defined. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and so with that being said, now there's a mix-up and blend-blend of, of, of literally everything. And so, you know, my thing is you and I both have interracial cousins, let, let's hear from 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 your side. Like, what what do you feel? Have you noticed that your cousins were in any way maladjusted, or you know anything that that you know what I'm saying? You know, speak on that a little bit, and then we're going to get another yeah. caller. Go ahead, babe. All right, all right. Now I'm going to say um, I'm pretty much just like you. Like, um, 
with my cousins, you know, their mother was Caucasian. She uh, was Caucasian, um, but they identified with black. They were mainly around us growing up, so that's what they identified with. Even, even now, you know, they're both dating black guys, um, you know, both females. Um, they're both dating black guys. Uh, so, so that one, I'm not, I'm not so sure, but like, I guess, you know, even if they would have decided that they, they white guys, like, you can't really <laughs> look at it like, oh, what you did, because they also, you know, back and forth from um, overseas, they, they stayed around their, their Caucasian side of the family a lot, too. So it's like, you know, when you're growing up, it, it just, I guess, it depends on what you identify with, because even though they were over there, they still considered themselves black. But, you know, I also know a couple of people, like, um, I had a one guy that I went to school with, and he was, you know, he was interracial. His dad wasn't around. His dad was black. His dad wasn't never around. So he more identified with white. But anybody who saw him, you know, they identified him as black. You know, he just looked like a light skinned guy. But he he grew up in everything, just identifying with with his Caucasian side because that's who raised him. That's who he was always around. And until he came to our school, that's mainly what he was around. So so it was a shock to his system when he went to a, a yeah. mainly black school and we. And, you know, he just looked like one of us. So, you know, he he, he dates both. As far as last I've known, like, I'm, I'm not sure if he's married now or anything like that. It would be interesting to see, you know, what he's doing now. But, you know, it just depends on, I guess, like when you're being raised, who you really identify with. So what about extreme racism on on on, on or extreme should I say hatred and dislike um, coming from from both ends? You know, based on skin color, where you have the the complete and utterly uh, pure blooded like Aryan type of people who, and even in this movie Loving, there was a reference given by this clearly looked like some sort of a a, a white supremacist, but the officer was was saying that you know, and this is how they believed at that time. They believed that God created the races to be separate and the mixing of the races was was an abomination to God. And, you know, there are also melanated people in the melanated community that feel the same way. Take, for example, the, um, what is this group, the, the Hebrew, this certain particular group of Hebrew Israelites and everything who feel like the mixing of the races is, you know, um, I mean, I don't even want to go off into, like, this whole scientific chat about that, but there are people that that really feel with every fiber of their being that there should not be any mixing of the races because it somehow, I don't know, lessens the potency, lessens the, you know, I, I want to get the, get a next caller in on, on that particular aspect or whatever aspect you want to speak on. Again, uh, the call-in number is 714 Six eight eight seven. Uh, we're going to go to the lines. If you want to speak, please feel free to speak. If you don't want to speak, it's all right. Area code two four zero. Go ahead if you'd like to share. Area code two four zero. All right. Thank you, love, for listening Hello. in. Oh, was she trying to come in? Greetings. Were you trying to come in, love? Yes, I'm two four zero. Hi. 
Hi. Um, I I don't know. I have a lot of different experience um, with interracial relationships because I'm from the D.C. metropolitan area, so there's a lot, a lot of that here. Um, mm-hmm. My great-grandfather is white. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know him, but um, because of the, I guess, whatever difficulties that went on with him and my grandmother, um, you know, with her mom being black and her being black, um, she stopped talking to him for some reason, so I never met him. I have a mm-hmm. friend who um, grew up in Florida, I guess mainly around white people. Her father is, I guess she says that he's white, but he's he's from Puerto Rico. He's Puerto Rican, and her mother mm-hmm. is um, a black Indian. She, All of her family is dark-skinned. They look like black people, but she does not want to be a black person. So she um she she does not identify with being black and her husband is white and she will not even entertain the thought of dating or being with a a black man. Mm-hmm. Um I know mm-hmm. some white men who will not entertain dating white women. Um, um most like I grew up in PG County. Um it's it's mostly black people here. Um, but we do have white people here as well. And I've met a lot of white men who will not date a white woman. They're totally interested only in black women. Um, one mm-hmm. white guy actually went on dates with some of them. One white mm-hmm. guy, he he seemed to come from a nice, you know, his parents are white. They seem like nice people. Um, so I don't know what his deal was. But the other guy, his father left his mom when he was young and his mom became really depressed um, and mm-hmm. like, couldn't like function um, because the father left her. He felt like his father still, you know, he paid for everything. His mother didn't have to work. His father took care of them still, sent money and everything, paid all their bills and everything. And he felt like his mom didn't have any reason not to be able to pull herself together um, and, you know, get past, you know, what happened um, between, you know, him, her and his father. And so he looked at her as being weak. Mm. And so that's why he just did not like white women. Wow. Um, and then um, I, where I'm from, most black guys date black women. Um, they don't really... They might sleep with a white girl, but they don't really entertain being in a serious relationship. Um, black men from other places, I guess, where they interact on a regular basis with white people, um, they're more open, you know, to to dating and hooking up with white girls. So, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I mean, you know, these, these are just all the different things that I have seen as far as interracial relationships um, go. And you know yeah. why different people prefer different people. Um, some, like Beautiful. I said, some of it's because of how they view their own race and um, and things like that. So, thank you. We thank you so much for sharing, Queen. Thank you for joining in and and, and chiming in on that. We we hope you have a wonderful night. Stay with us, okay? All right. You know that's. That's pretty deep, though, babe, when you think about it. You know, someone who 
like how she was saying how, you know, the friend there from Puerto Rico, and that's true. You go to a lot of places outside of the United States, and I'll tell you another one that's really big like that, even probably bigger than Puerto Rico, Brazil. Like Brazil, like remember the Brazilian, um, the athlete that made yeah, it, you know. Olympics. She, oh, my God. Yes, remember that? Because she was dark and yeah. she, oh, that was, that was just such a touching, touching story. But even outside of the United States, you know, it's even more an issue with people who, you know, look at, the the darker skin races. Oh my God, there's no way I want to identify with that. And it's just, wow, it's it's sad. It's startling to to to, to know that that many people feel about that. The sister, the Puerto Rican sister, she she looks white. She doesn't even want it. The same with a lot of Hispanic people, different people from El Salvador, and you know these different places. They they don't want to. They don't want to. And you find like a lot of the Spanish people. The thing they go for real quick is the white girls, too. You see a lot of that. We saw a lot of that in Carolina, right? (laughs) You know, so um, I want to, let's get to area code 901. 901, if you would like to share, go ahead, please. Area code 901. Wanted to give them a minute, right? Just in case they were trying to come in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So thank you for uh, just listening in with us tonight, fam. Like another aspect of that, babe, is you know, for me, yes, it has a lot to do with personal preference, but you know, do you think? Do you think in your mind that a lot more of it is as far as being adults in our choice to to choose do you think for a lot of people is escape you know like like you know how to how to how a lot of the black dudes when we were younger they would get the white girl because what they had the cars <laughs> their parents had money they could drive their little white girl car and you know uh black girls you know a lot of them you know some of them who came from affluent families may have had cars but you know for the most part they, they they didn't, so they got the white girls for that. And just like how we know, like, a lot of the black sisters, you know, they would go for the white guys for money. So do you think that a lot of it is for escape out of circumstance, psychological, or, you know, true love or combination? Like, what do you, what do you think when you when you think of that whole issue? I'm going to go, especially, like, like, say, like, like, especially now as being an adult, like I said, a lot of it is as, just like a combination, like the love, the you know, you're you're around someone, a, a female, and and she's smiling, she's got nothing but nice things to say to you and stuff like that. You start flirting, you know, the attraction is there. So, you know, sometimes it it, it just goes from there because, uh, like, funny enough, like like but that's you, like he, he's got him a, a, a white girl now, and it's, it's funny because I never, I, well, I'm not gonna say I never saw it coming. Because, uh, you know, he went to the, the high school that was predominantly white and stuff. And he, I was going to say, Stevie Wonder saw that coming, babe. Come on now. <laughs> nah, because, you know, he was going to the HBCU because he wanted to change up and all that. But, yeah, he, he, he got him went down. But, um, you know, I, I think it's just like, like you know, when, when you're around 
oh man, just just people in general, like like men and women, they just they just gravitate. Like if you're lonely or if you're you're just out there seeking somebody and, and you see a pretty smile, it doesn't matter <laughs> the skin color that's behind their smile. You're just like, oh, oh, let me let me start a conversation, and one thing leads to another. But but I, I will say, I personally think that it's more of a a, a combination now, especially now. Like back in the day, I, I was kind of you know. Uh, that was one of those one of those uh Afrocentrics, like like there was that black black love, you know, you need to do it your own, but now that I've gotten older it's like, you know, love is love. Like like if you find somebody that, that you love, go for it. But just Well, I'm can, gonna put on in here right quick, cause, you know me. I feel like this. <clears throat> You know, I love is love for those that the love is for, but I also feel that if a person has a, you know, a, a preference of how they, and they're proud about that, and not that, like I say, and that's what I'm saying, that people's preferences don't have to be worn on a T-shirt. They don't have to be shouted, you know, through yeah. a bullhorn, you know what I'm saying, like our sexual preference and our love life preference, truly, whatever it be, whether it be gender, whether it be color, whatever it is, it's not something that has to be fought for. You just do what you do and be happy at that. You don't have to, you know, so, so my thing is, I have um, always looked at black men in all of their shades of brown uh, as something beautiful, as something wonderful, Um, even as messed up as a lot of our brothers are mentally, spiritually, you know, and emotionally. I just happen to be one of those sisters that as while I am a very nonjudgmental person on many, many, many levels, um, I'm just not attracted to white men. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I don't find them attractive. Um, I don't, you know, there are, you know, specimens that are out there that, I, and I'm sorry if anybody's offended by that word specimens, but I would say, for example, Richard Gere and his younger, you know, maybe mid-30s, you know, early 40s, Richard Gill was a specimen. You know, there are certain ones that may be specimens, but I, I, I'm just one of those sisters that, you know, I, I, it's, it's just not an attraction. You know, I'm a jerky lady, you know? Huh? I said, you know, I'm a jerky lady about that. You going to joke me later about Richard Gill? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I ain't even doing No, I mean, I've, I've had, I've, I've, you know, people. No, you know, no, I, I knew I had to, I had to watch out for the to, to this, people, but, you Gere. know, my thing is, you know, that, well, then keep your mouth shut, you know. Um, <laughs> my thing is people, whatever people's preferences are, they should be entitled to have that without being judged. You know, but it doesn't mean that you have to bash anybody else. But you know, if you if you're if you have a friend and you guys really love each other and y'all are cool like that, and and you you know like like the movie Get Out, you know you you bring a white girl to meet your homeboy and he telling you, man, what you want to give with that white girl for? You better don't don't be mad at your homeboy. That's just his opinion, his preference. Y'all still gonna be friends at the end of the day. And like in the movie Get Out, the homeboy was right. <laughs> Like in the case of of of, of uh, a lot of these athletes to get out there, um, look, they were right. You know what I'm saying? And you have some really, 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 um, in our melanated community, man, I, I, I've 
trip sometimes and how some of these brothers, um, they they really dog um, they really dog white people real bad. I just have to just say it for what it is. They dog them real bad. I saw some of the videos where they've actually, they like on 125th Street, they somewhere in Harlem, and they, they got the white people crawling around on their knees and stuff, and it's like, I'm like, wow. And then uh, and then you got people <laughs> commenting on the videos like, don't feel sorry for them. Don't feel, it's just a shame that we have such animalistic thoughts and behaviors on both sides. If I feel like that I want to be the type of person to just, you know, deal with people of my race, that should be my choice. You understand what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know, people feel like if you want to stay to your race, if you, you take a white person and say, oh, I, don't want, I don't want to hang out with black people, I don't have anything against them, but I just don't want to hang out with them. Okay, what's wrong with that? Why does anybody have to be offended if that's that man? He should be able to feel like that, and, and he should be able to live his sure. life like that. No? By no means is there anybody that's going to gonna say, oh, well, you know, oh, what, what, what? You don't like black people? You don't want to hang out with us? What, what, what? Uh, nah, not you acting like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean... So what about you, Brother Stone? Like, have you ever, you know, saw yourself long before me? We're talking about ages and ages and moons ago. Had you ever saw yourself being in a relationship with, you know, um, a woman outside of your um, ethnic group? Wow. Well, look at all the sisters listening. Look, the sisters are listening intently. You can hear a man yeah, right. kissing on cotton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I never had this because, um, I guess kind of like what the what the one sister was saying, like um, you know, I grew up with my mom seeing seeing all that she was doing, like saw that strong black woman who who got out there and was really really about her business and really trying to make sure that I was good and like like made sure that you know two and a half jobs, like I say half, but one of like two or three hours here and there, but you know working her little two and a half jobs and then still making sure she got home in time to make sure she walked me to the library and. You know, made sure I was about my business, did my schoolwork and stuff like that. So, you know, I saw that strong black woman, so I always wanted to have a strong black woman. So, you know, I, I guess, you know, if I saw the other way where, you know, she's sitting down just boo-hooing all day long and broken and, oh, God, what am I going to do? I probably, I mean, who knows? I don't know, but that, that might be a mental thing right there. Like, right. You know, when you really right. understand that. But, but you know, I, I had the benefit of having a strong black mother, so I was I was good to go. Well, all right, let's get to the lines. That's right, and a lot of times that is so true, you know. If it, you know, if you, I don't, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna leave those blurred lines blurred. All right, we're gonna go to area code. Um, if you want to talk, it's okay, fam. If you, if you're silent, it's all right. We love you anyhow. Like ain't that what they say in church? We love you anyhow. Area code um two eight one. If you'd like to share, go ahead and share with us. Hello. Greetings. Good evening. Good evening. How y'all doing? doing We're doing beautiful. How you doing? Great. I really love the topic tonight. Um, I got a lot to say, but I'm going to try to keep it short. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I have dated outside of my race before when I was in the military, you know. It's very, very prevalent in the military. A lot of people... Mm -hmm. 
date outside of their race in there. You know, it's it's a common thing, but mm-hmm. I have to agree with what the other sisters said. It was like the white guy I was with, he had no problem showing me that he worshipped the ground I walked on. You know, he was just all in. And mm-hmm. it was interesting, you know. he. Um, I think some black men are scared to show that they're, you know, emotionally available to their women, whereas white men don't have that problem. They're open more emotionally. Mm. And so it was uh, – and, and the sex was great. He was – Really, really great and intimate, but um, <laughs> that helped me, right? <laughs> and uh, you hear that? we just had Y'all a good time, that? and I was, I was almost gonna be with him, right? I was almost gonna be with him, but then, let me tell y'all something. I talked to his family, and his brother told me, you know, my brother might like you, but my family's never gonna accept you. So, as far as culturally, when you date somebody outside of your race. It may be fun between the both of you, but culturally y'all going to be missing something because they always come back to the black woman because they're not going to get that cultural experience that they need from white women and their family members. So I think I'm just for it for that reason, like keep it inside of your race because sometimes when you differ from people spiritually and culturally, uh-huh. That can be a problem. Mhm. Mhm. Ooh, that was powerful, Queen. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, thank you so much and um we appreciate that that no insight. Problem. That was beautiful. All right. You know, speak on that a little bit, babe, because I know that she she gave some very, 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 very good points and I'm I'm gonna let you go ahead and take that one. <clears throat> yeah, and that that's like that's crazy how that that happens. Um, a lot of times the families are the ones that that really will make your relationship up. So sometimes having that support of other people around you, it, it, it will collapse a relationship. So, and you know that happens on both sides because you have the black families who are like, oh, oh, they say what? No, that's not going to happen. Because I know I know families who are like that. Like you know, if you are uh, you know black dude brings home a white girl, like they. They automatically start nitpicking and start throwing shade his way and all that. And it's like, like for what? You know, this is this is my happiness. But you know, people are raised differently. Like they might have had some experiences in their life that, that were just hard to get over. And 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 it's hard to say that they're wrong for that because if you've been injustice by a certain group of people all your life, and to see one smile up in your face is like it's hard to. To get over all the backstabbing and all the, the the mistreatment that you dealt with, so you know, and and on the other side, like some races just don't want to mix. So when you're bringing somebody else into the fold just because you're open, and, you know, with the as the generations go, they're going to blend even more. So you know, you pretty much you might as well get get ready for it because two or three generations from now, it's probably going to be uncommon to see see races sticking together all together because you know it's just like uh-huh. they keep going like. How we we're more accepting of everything now, like you know, I just leave it like that. But you know, everything well, is more acceptable now. Go absolutely, ahead. everything a lot more is acceptable now. That doesn't mean that you know it's right now. I do want to touch on a particular. Um, I want to touch on a particular topic, you know, as it relates to 
um, a lot of people who feel that a person who may want to date outside of their ethnic group experiences some sort of self-hate or hate for their race. I want to touch on that a little bit, but before we do, and I just want to acknowledge a few more to call us that are on the line. We're going to get to you guys. We've got area code 651-770-202-803-337 and 424. And then we've got an unidentifiable call, so I'm assuming that's outside of the calling area. Um, so we'll get all of you guys in on the line if we can. All right, and we, again, we want to we want to just kind of touch on all of these topics surrounding interracial relationships. You know, if you we'd like for you guys to chime in if you've had an experience yourself, if you know someone that has, if you are a child um, to uh, uh, parents who are in a biracial relationship, and you have things that you'd like to share, we want you to chime in. All right, so in about three minutes, I'm gonna hit y'all with a little bit of love, and in three minutes. We're going to come back, so stay with us while I hit you guys with this piece. Bye. Yours truly. Make sure you check my music out on iTunes. Give more love.
to take care of the people All the children Yeah You have to be kind to one another Don't live a life you'll regret. You understand? So that was Give More Love. That is on my uh, solely single-produced album, The Boss, available on iTunes uh, and anywhere that digital music is available. So make sure you support your girl and um, buy my album. All right, so tonight we are talking about Interracial relationships, interracial dating, interracial um, marriages, uh, children who are born of interracial relationships. Do people, if if you are a biracial child or, or adult, do you feel that you grew up with any type of adjustment issues? Um, have you noticed any differences? You know, and so what I wanted to talk about more than anything is you have a lot of people, and I've, I've watched certain people's videos in the melanated community who have fully stated unapologetically that when a person of color decides to date outside of their race, that it is an indication or reflection of some sort of self-hatred or hatred of that person's race. Now, I remember seeing shows, Dave, I don't know if you remember, but like back in the day, like um, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, Geraldo Rivera, and they had these shows where these um, they would have these white people up there that really said, oh, I'm black, I'm black, oh, no, I'm black, but they were clearly white, and some people, they were like, I hate being black, and they really, they it, it wasn't known that they was mixed, but they looked like they, I'm talking about people <laughs> that were just in complete <laughs> and utter denial of who they are. You understand what I'm saying? So I want to go to the lines, and I want to get a couple of the beloveds to chime in here. So we have uh, an unknown or unavailable caller. You want to go ahead and chime in. Good evening. Hello. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Beautiful. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing good, good. Good. Um, actually, I've been listening for a while, so I wanted to take it back to when you were speaking about having black, it could be a man or a woman, because I had mm-hmm. a friend of mine who specifically did not want a baby to come out darker than a paper bag, wow. which is something they say down here in the South a lot. Yeah, yeah I remember that. And it was like what? the male, male specifically are very, very like because when they grew up, their own mothers, their sisters, their aunts, literally would call them crispy black, burnt black, and just several names. 
And when they grew up, and I mean as far as maybe just high school that early on, they made up their minds to not have a baby that would Uh come out with what we call good hair and that they wanted a baby that looked of either like a Latino race or just definitely biracial, the gray eyes, green eyes, blue eyes, but absolutely did not want a baby to go through the pain that they went through growing Uh up being set apart. And I know growing Uh up also being light-skinned in the South, Uh even as far back as fifth grade. I mean, there were rocks thrown at me, people talking about light, bright, want to be white. I mean, it is a definite, definite, um, just a distinction between the two skin colors where it's sad. And so even Uh the females that were darker did not want babies that were dark-skinned because they did not want their children to go through the same pain that they went through. And I just Uh found that really sad yet interesting and a much deeper conversation. But they that, that was their mindset. I mean, I'm not going to judge it one way or the other, but that was their mindset for not having children by a woman that would give them a dark-skinned baby, and that's why they did not date black. Wow, that's deep, sister. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to let Brother Stone kind of take that one away. But that not only is that deep, it's, it's kind of historically correct, you know. So thank you so yeah. much, Queen, for sharing with us. Thank you so much for uh You're very welcome. Calling. You'll have a good really, evening. Really appreciate that. You too, beloved. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, that's my girl right Man, that, there. Um, yeah, that was, you know, that was funny talk, because talk, I remember that paper that bag today. thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was saying, I was saying, yeah, I remember that. It took me back because I remember that uh, whole paper bag thing, like, you know, they certain ones didn't want their kids to be to be <laughs> darker than a paper bag because it, it it made you seem a little more acceptable, or you know, like like we were saying the uh, the pretty hair and all that. But she she made an excellent point too because those light skinned kids dealt with some of the same trash that that you know the dark skinned kids would deal with. Like you were set apart, like oh you think you're better than us because you're light skinned, and like like the kids would just be like, no, I just want to play with y'all too. So, it's just crazy mm-hmm. how that that always was, was part of it, and I think sometimes um, I mean it's, it's it's just it's just crazy because you know I'm one of those I feel like everybody should should, should just embrace each other and, and just man, just rock out and have fun in life, but but that's not reality, you know. You deal okay, with a lot of those right. things, but, you know. So yeah, yeah, you know, I'm 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 believing me, I. I I wish a lot of things, but we also have to walk with reality every day. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I mean, wow. I want to I wanna speak on something um, that kind of caught my attention over in the chat room, and this has to be one of the sickest things that, that, that I've heard. Um, but, but actually, yeah, you're right, beloved, beloved, it's in the chat room, and you're right, it wouldn't even be anything to joke about, and when I make this comment, it kind of, it, it kind of, exactly, that's exactly what I was going to say, beloved, it kind of gives a testament to their culture, but anyway, we got beloved in the chat room who was telling me that, uh, there, there's been cases where fathers from the Middle East who killed their daughters for dating black American men. 
Did y'all hear what I said? Did y'all hear what I said? In the Middle East, or this particular case in particular, Beloved said that it happened in Hillsdale, Missouri. I'm not good with my abbreviations, M-O. I believe that's Missouri. Hillsdale, Missouri, um, to be to be in fact, um, you know, and then the person goes on to say that the Bible says the same thing. Okay, pull up that scripture. If you have a Bible there in front of you, pull up that scripture so that we can share it with everybody. That's the way that we do. We, we bring actual facts. So that, that, that's, whew, that's amazing. Killed his daughter for dating a black man. You see, and see me, it's funny because my brother was on the phone with me early when I was telling him what my topic was going to be. He was like, what would you do if one of the boys, you know, came home with a white girl? And, I mean, I said without hesitation, they wouldn't. And I don't say that because, you know, I'm some sort of a person that holds hatred. I'm just telling you that they wouldn't because that's, I'm not raising them to say, you know, love is love, okay, whatever. I'm, that's just me. That's just who I am as a person, and that's just how I choose. Now, if they get older and, 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 and get on their own or whatever, do what they do, whatever, but I want my sons to have strong black women, and I say it because there is already a disconnect within the melanated community. We already have a shortage of families. We already have a shortage of fathers who will stay in the lives. We already have a shortage of mothers and women who will uplift their men and their husbands. And we have a shortage of children that are graduating. We have a shortage of children that are living past the age of 18, 19, and 20. You understand what I'm saying? So I think that it is very important. Hmm? Mm -mm, that we breathe life back into the melanated community. And I'm sorry if anybody feels offended by that. Actually, I'm not sorry because that's the way that I feel. So I don't care about what religion says it or what anything else like that. My purpose is because as a culture and as a society, I feel that in many ways, not in all ways, but in many ways, we are lost. You know, and black children need to see that love of a black father and a black mother and know that it is possible because the average black teen or adolescent in the home today, they don't know what that feel like. They don't know what that feel like. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, I know the Asians are the same way. I got a, I got a brother who who uh, 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 is a client of mine, a, a family member, and he was in a relationship with a Japanese. And the Japanese culture, you know they're not having that. <laughs> so what's so funny is that and how the beloved was speaking about the about the Middle Eastern, you see what I'm saying, family? Outside the United States, it's so much worse. Why do you think you got all these people fleeing to come up in here? Because they have this illusion of so-called freedom. But where's the freedom really when 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 when, when a person said, when she she was with the dating uh, the white man over there, and the brother told her, said, well, he might really love you or like you and everything, but my family will never accept you. Where's the freedom in that? Hmm. You see? So I want to go to the line um, and get area code. If you guys want to share, feel, feel free to share. If you don't want to share, it's all right. I love you guys anyhow. All right? Area code six five one six five one. Would you like to share on tonight's topic? Area code six five one. Come on, me and baby. 
All right. <laughs> thank, thank you so much for uh, listening in with us. We appreciate love your your support. I'm going to see if Sister Debbie wants to come in and talk on this or not. Sis, greetings. Yes, I, I'm here. Um, How are you doing, bye. sis? I'm good. I'm good. Are um, we good? We good. I, <laughs> okay. Um, I guess this is kind of touchy for me at this point. I've never mm-hmm. had the opportunity. I've had the opportunity to, but I have not dated outside my race. But um, <laughs> having grown up in the fifties, seeing the white fountain and the colored fountain and being integrated, I guess maybe that kind of, you know, played a role in that part. And the fact mm-hmm. that I think my mother would accept that. <laughs> um, but anyway, I've had friends, I had a white friend, and she said that she would never date a white guy. So she married a black guy, had kids. And then I had uh, known a brother, he said I'd never, you know, date a white girl. He said, I don't care, you know. He said, I just can't do that. So um, then having uh, a spouse that's, you know, Billy and Delian around in that, and at this time, uh, I guess he's grown tired of it, but then it causes problems with, you know, with your ki- with the family, like you're saying. It really causes mm-hmm. problems with the family. When you, when you see uh, a, a white woman, Interfering with your family, mm-hmm. she's going with your father, but she can't accept you or she doesn't acknowledge you in any form, um, and it's just uh, it's it's kind of sickening in a way. You can date my father, but you can't accept mm-hmm. you can't accept his kids, mm-hmm. and your daughters mm-hmm. are dating black guys, and they're white. To me, I don't know. That's kind of funny in a way. Mm-hmm. Real funny. And um, mm-hmm. just just the stigma about it, like you said, um, you you you're gonna um, yeah you you love me, but at the same time, what kind of problems the kids are gonna go through if you have kids? Not to say, I mean, in 2017, I mean, it's you you see it all the time, but but the kids go through a lot in school having to deal with it, uh-huh. how somebody's treating uh-huh. them and getting beat up or called names or what have you. And that's, I mean, that's, that's all I can say at this point. Well, let me ask you this, sis. I mean, do you feel, you know, and, and you know, I just, I just want to ask, you know, how you feel about it, like, do you feel that it was more and more disrespectful because he stepped out, or because what hurt you more, the stepping out or stepping out with a white woman? Like, 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 can you even put that into words? Because there's a difference. So, can you can yeah, you there is, elaborate? There is a difference. There's a very big difference in the fact that some of the brothers they'll get. Any white woman, she don't look like nothing. She got no intelligence, and it's just it. That's the that's the hurtful part. But in a way, um, I say, man, what 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 really is going on? If you gonna 
shoot that low to get something like that. And then it's like, to me, it's like she doesn't have any, um, her self-esteem is pretty low for you to just be more or less a yes woman, you know, to do whatever he says do just to be with him. Because the incident happened today, and she thought he had gone, and she was worried, so worried. And um, he had left his phone, and she had called the police and everything because she thought he was gone and something happened to him. But you don't care enough to make sure his health is, is, you know, in in an A1 state. But yet you worry about him being gone. So basically what you're feeling is that, you know, he's, he stepped out outside of, of the marriage, which has always been viewed as sacred. So he stepped out of the marriage with this white woman who basically cares absolutely nothing about him and is just milking the situation. And then we got to get to the next call of this. But basically yes. this is what yes. you're saying. He's, he's yeah. with this That's woman who... And, and she's a Caucasian woman, and she's she's milking the situation for what benefits she may receive in the long run, but she's not willing to accept any of his family, okay, his children specifically and especially, and she doesn't truly care about his health, and he's in a serious health crisis at this time. No, no, she doesn't care at all. Mm-hmm. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I don't know really where she stands because at this point it seems like she's being, so to speak, being used even though she thinks she's using him at uh-huh. this point. But um, I don't think he, I think he might not be able to communicate as well, you know, as he used to, but at the same time, in a way I feel like he's still in control of the situation and he's he's going about, he's already said, he's well, he mentioned to the son that he's tired of her, and I guess he got enough. Okay. Um, he's waking up enough to the fact that, hey, look, yeah, I messed up, but you know, I just can't keep going along this. I can't keep going down this road right here right. with this person. Right. After he's, he's, she's not doing anything. She's not, um, you know, she's not contributing to taking him to the, any of the appointments or anything like that. So. She's, so basically, um, he's he's waking up now. Thank goodness, he's he's waking up to the fact yes. and seeing the situation for what it really is, right? Right, right, right. That's what I'm. Okay. That's what I'm gathering. Yes. All right, sis. But well, we thank wild. you so much for sharing. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. We know. All right. All right, sis. We're gonna get on with the next caller. Thank you. Stay with us and okay, keep going. Thank keep you. going on listening. In. All right. Have a good night. I will. <clears throat> and this is this is very very interesting. So I never expected when I was coming up with this topic to get so many different perspectives on it. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I would like to um, area code two hundred two. I'm going to get you in a moment, but I want to go up here to area code three one four. This is the person that I asked to get these scriptures for me, only because I'm interested. I don't have a Bible handy, but this person in the chat room says that. Um, that the Bible says specific things about marrying uh, outside of your group. So, family, as long as you are respectful and everything, we can go ahead and get off into this a little bit. I don't want to make it too religious. Area Code 314, go ahead. Well, I'm not religious, but I know what the, okay. 
what that book says. And <laughs> I was the one told okay. you. Yeah, it, it definitely says because even the God of the Old Testament was not made for, was not meant for everyone. He said so. He he specifically said so. And that goes along with the way things were back then. Every ethnic group had their own God. Now me, I have dated the following women from the following countries: from Togo, Ghana. My wife is Ghanaian. Nigeria, Ethiopia. Kenya mm-hmm. and uh, Jamaica, Bermuda. Mm-hmm. So I have dated more diverse women probably than the average person. Mm-hmm. And they're from different ethnic groups. But what do they all have in common? Hey, black. They brown. They brown, exactly. <laughs> they brown. <laughs> Absolutely. And I would not date person. Matter of fact, if when mm-hmm. my daughter was dating, I had the people that she was dating, I had background checks done on them. Mm-hmm. And we'll do the same thing with my grandson. I told mm-hmm. her, don't bring home no Billy Bob. told him, don't bring home no Miss Daisy, like I was taught. Mm-hmm. And just like you should want to know whether the man you are marrying has been on the down low, I want to know if that woman mm-hmm. has ever slept with a white man. Because I wouldn't want to have anything to do with her. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. just me. I respect other people, but I don't have to accept that. And I will not mm-hmm. accept that. Mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. you read stories about these black women that's married to these white males, and when they be having sex, they be using racial slurs and calling them this and that. Mm-hmm. How do they put mm-hmm. up with that? Yeah. Right. Right. And right. we know it's true. And then, and I'm in some African countries like the Gambia. You have white mm-hmm. female tourists that come there to have sex with black yes, with black do. Africans. Mm-hmm. In they Kenya, do. it's the dream of them to have sex with a Masi warrior. Mm-hmm. So, true. and mm-hmm. and you know, I, I believe this. I worked with a young Nigerian girl here in St. Louis. She's an Ibu. She had just got, mm-hmm. came here, and I helped her to get on her feet and. You know, go to school and everything, and uh, got a job, and she became attached to me because I'd done it. Taught her how to drive. I told her, I said, "No, you don't want to marry me. You marry you another Ibu of your mm-hmm. own ethnic group." And she did. Mm-hmm. She married a, a, a lawyer out in California, and she moved out there and got three kids. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just telling you the way I am, and if you mm-hmm. go into other countries. I mean, that is that is, it, it, that's the way it is. People do not marry outside of their uh, ethnic group of their tribe, if you want to call it that. And uh, so you gave only us, here in America you do you have this crazy. You gave us some, some, some scriptures, brother. You, you threw some scriptures out. So um, I want any anybody, if you if you've got a Bible handy, that would be beautiful. Um, so we've got... Well, I have all this, believe it or not... I've engaged in these conversations before, and I get all this stuff written down. <laughs> Come on, give, give so, us a little bit. Give let us, me see if I can find one. Three minutes. Let me see if I can find one here. I just mostly, but it said, it, it says, do not, well, you're not supposed to give your daughters to 
to their sons nor your sons to their daughters. That's said uh, in there. Uh, you know, race mixing. You got Deuteronomy 23 and 2 speaks against it. Genesis 28 and 1. Deuteronomy 7 and 6. And you know why it's so strongly in what they call the Old Testament? See, the people that wrote the Old Testament didn't never call it the Old Testament. It was somebody else who came along later and mm-hmm. called it that. And, uh, I mean, that's just the way it is. So I got those uh, I got those chapters in the, in the chat room if somebody's interested. Joshua 23 well, and 13 daughter, speaks against us about Canaan? race mixing. Who are the daughters of Canaan? I need to know who are the daughters of Canaan because I, I went to the Internet really quickly, and I, and I did the Genesis 28 and 1, and it says, And Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him and said unto him, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. So who are the daughters of Canaan? Well, well it's one thing, Canaan is another country. It's simple as that. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Mhm. So an American should not marry a German based on country borders and geographic basically even outside of even outside of ethnic group and tribe. So basically now we're Well, I can't tell you country. about them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't tell you about Germans and them now, but I can tell you about black folks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I wouldn't marry no. I wouldn't stoop that low myself. I feel that mm-hmm. Creator made me for a black woman. Yeah. And uh, if I'm going to share anything that I have, I'm going to share it with them. Why you marry somebody white? Then if you're a male, you're going to give half of your wealth back to them. And look how they go after these athletes. They go after these athletes. Yeah, they do. They really. Do. When an athlete goes to college, they, really they the coach will put that athlete with a white girl under pretension that white girls use birth control and where black mm-hmm. girls don't. That's the pretension that they use. Look at Ezekiel mm-hmm. Elliott, the problems that he's in. He keeps getting in. And he yeah. he mm-hmm. went to high school here in St. Louis area. Look at Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm not mm-hmm. going to marry one. I wouldn't even deal with a black woman who has had one. Neither. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's somebody mm-hmm. else. That's, but that's just me. I'm not nobody special. That's just the rules I lay down, and that's what I teach my siblings. You know what, brother? We we salute you, and we appreciate you for having a voice, an apologetic voice, and that's what my husband and I are all about. That's what I'm about on my channel. So, again, I'd like to thank you for just sharing in the energy with us on this evening. And, again, we salute yeah. you. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you. All right, have a good night. You know, speak on that one for a minute, babe, because it's like, you know, and this, and I'm, I'm so glad. I thank the ancestors for that brother calling in because I wanted to have somebody with that kind of view because you have to have diversity. And he, he was not yeah. disrespectful. He was not rude. He didn't say, I don't want no stinky, filthy dog. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, he, he was, he was, he was intellectual. He had spoken about his travels and his preferences. And I think that he did it eloquently and respectfully. And I, I, I welcome the difference in perspectives. You know what I'm saying? That was, that was Pete. Would you, I want to hear your voice a little bit, babe. What you think on that? Well, I was going to say you summarized it, I mean, perfectly. Like, you know, he came to, I mean, really unapologetic and, and there's, and that's what we're talking about. Like, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Actually, 
you know, I'm right there with them. Like, I never, never, you know, wanted to date outside of my face. I was always like I wanted I wanted to be a, a, a strong black woman. Look who I got. Woo. What you said, I'm you winning. got I'm you're supposed to be too black, too strong. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I can handle it, though. That's right. Right. That's, right. That's, right. That's, right. that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. I want to get area code two hundred two DC on the line. Um, some of my beloveds been hanging on for a minute, and we appreciate love y'all and thank you. Area code two hundred two DC, come on, chime in if you'd like to. Hey, Mother Song, can you hear me? Yes, we can, beloved. Good evening. Hi, this is Wenda from DC. I wanted to What's ask up, a baby? question. How you doing? I wanted to ask a question. Now, there is a such thing as free will, right? So mm-hmm. God gave us, the divine creator gave us a free will to choose what preference that we want and what role we want to take, what we want to do from one thing to the next. And I feel like if we tell someone, oh, you shouldn't do it, then that's sort of like going against their free will. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. mean, in a sense, because free will is like you make a choice. We're not going to choose it for you because at the end of mm-hmm. the day, if you decide to go against, I mean, if you decide to do a free will choice, then that's your choice, whether it's a good choice or mm-hmm. bad choice, and we have to pay the price for whatever choice we decide to make. And also I wanted to ask, how does that correlate with past life experience? Because, as you know, we evolve. And sometimes Mm -hmm. certain behaviors stay with us from one life to another. Who's to say that in another life that you didn't have those ties with a Caucasian or Asian or whatever? I don't think that Mm -hmm. when it's soul ties or past life experience, there is no coloration. It's a Mm -hmm. soul Mm -hmm. Is a mm-hmm. soul that well, has that has experienced different perspectives of life over time, over time, over, and sometimes karmic and past life experience come into the current life that you're living. So mm-hmm. I may be attracted to a white guy, maybe because mm-hmm. in a past life I I was married to one, I had kids by him, or vice mm-hmm. versa. So I think that in in, in this perspective that man has set boundaries over the years, especially going back to the biblical days, to balance out that time that things took place. They, that was their mm-hmm. only way of doing it, to balance out the people, the masses. Mm-hmm. So how does that correlate with free will? How does that correlate with past life experience as we evolve? And that in my, in my past life before this one, I had white parents. Mm-hmm. But Mm -hmm. I was attracted to white men in this life, but I didn't want to marry one. Mm -hmm. And that may have come from the fact that my father was, in my past life, was abusive and he was this and that. And that sort of like gave me a taboo against marrying someone in this life that was white. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I I just wanted Mm -hmm. to throw that out there. I know it's probably way off from what you were talking about. So well, that's, it was that's, not way off, and I'm going to answer your question. You know, uh, we we it, it, it's, it's very it's very good, and so um, thank you, Queen. I'm gonna, I'm going to put you on back on the line for a minute while while we go back and forth with this. But that is an excellent point, 
and I'm going to get right to it. I love you so much. Thank you for bringing that insight to the table because we definitely need to um, break it down from that level. Um, Now, first of all, and I like what Carol Hill says here, how is it free will when the blacks have been brain damaged to love white people, pretty much the shit beat into them. But now I also want to speak on what the sister said because now I can I can go here with you, Sister Winda. I can go here with you. However, you must understand that the conversation that you are posing is for a person of a certain vibration, of a certain uh, level of spiritual evolution and an evolved mind. Because when you start talking about past lives, and you know, sure, you could have. You know, uh, you could have been a white person in your, you know, in your past life and everything if you want to go there with it. You understand what I'm saying? Free will, and that was going to be my question, is yes, we evolved, but is it you, you, you wouldn't know what it was unless you had a complete alignment with your higher self, meaning that you know, first of all, we can never know all the mysteries of, of past lives and the universe and everything, but we don't even fully understand ourselves. Again, we can't even fully control ourselves. Then what I'm saying, at any, in any moment, you know, you start getting old, things happen, you get bladder incontinence, you're pissing all over the place. You know, there, there's very little that we can control in life. So, yes, love is love. You're attracted to who you're attracted to, but as it relates to a person's free will being tainted, I don't think a lot of people – just like how the brother was speaking a minute ago, I didn't, for me, and I know, sis, that you didn't say that it was him, but even for people that feel like how he feels are not saying, you don't do it. They're saying, look, I'm just not going to do it, you know. And sure, there are people, groups and individual people who say, don't do this. If you do that, do this. See, you're, you're dealing with people whose minds are in a particular paradigm. And so you cannot... You cannot, first of all, cast pearls before the swine. You know, you cannot feed a baby steak who has no teeth. You understand what I'm saying? So when you begin to, you know, cross the lines of spirituality and past lives, as you said, how does it correlate with past lives? Absolutely, there could be energies that we bought, but there could also be particular energies, since you want to go spiritual with it, there could also be particular energies that attach themselves to us, that have been attached to us from the very beginning. Because, again, I have to go back and say that, yes, we're here to evolve. Earth is a universe. Itty, meaning that we are here to learn, we are here to grow, we are here to evolve. All of this is true. But, again, that particular conversation is for, for, for people that have a particular, you know, mindset as it relates to spirituality and, and, and no color and this oneness of being. You know, we got to come back on the other side and deal with people. on the, And nobody's Judging the sister, I would say, right, family, because or any of the sisters who have shared their attraction or their past, you know, uh, relationships with white men, you know. So free will, what you think about that free will thing, babe? Well, the, the only thing about that um, that I was I was just thinking, I might have misunderstood what you were saying, but uh, the one thing about the free will is, like, like pretty much, you're not making someone do certain things, but especially like how the the uh, 
the man was saying, you know, he's teaching his his siblings or his uh, his grandson certain things or whatever. So you know, that's that's pretty much what we have to do. You're you're teaching the younger generation. You're bringing some type of wisdom so that they can learn. So it's not really that you're trying to manipulate their free will, but you're you're also giving them some some wisdom and some some insight on things they might not know. So you know, like I said, I might have misunderstood certain things, but you know, it's not it's not about taking someone's free will, you know, like slavery or, or anything like that. But it's it's also if you've lived a life and, and ser- saw certain things or you know certain things, you're going to pass it on to a younger generation or, you know, just, mm-hmm. just try to open their eyes to certain things. It's like, you know, I mean, that's just that's just what I interpreted from, from kind of what was going on right there with the free will thing. It, it's, and you can't really take a part, especially like, like how I even said it earlier, like, even before we brought the brother on, like I know for it's for my son, my preference, and although it's not my preference, it's their life, and I would never, you know, impose my free will on them. And really, I'm just the type of person that don't have to say too much. You know what I'm saying? We, we, my husband and I have dedicated the past ten years of our lives to building a positive image for our children as far as black love is concerned. You know, um, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So as it relates to, you know, anything outside of that, you know, with the free will, a person is always really going to have their free will. Nobody is, is you know, would, would you know, disown our children, you know, and if any parent, and I can speak for only myself, but if any parent would caution their children against dating anybody, you understand, it would be because of potentially something that we can pick up on that we can see that our child may not really be able to tap into yet. You understand what I'm saying? Because just because we have a past life connection, you know, uh, or, or 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 certain resonance from past life, like I say, that doesn't always necessarily mean that it's not something that you know you might have a connection with cigarettes. You might have been a, a, owned a tobacco farm in your past life. Does that mean you need to be fucking smoking cigarettes right now? Getting emphysema, tuberculosis, lung cancer. I owned a tobacco farm in, in, in my past life, so I really, and, you know, I love my sisters and I love my brothers, but, you know, we got to kind of really dissect this thing. All right, area code 337, I want to bring you in, and our time is limited, so if you guys do want to speak, you know, just just show a little bit of love. 337, come on in if you'd like to. Hi. Hi. Hello. Yes, we're here. Oh, I didn't hear anything. Um, (laughs) Basically, um, I live in the Midwest. I moved, I'm from Louisiana, but I live in North Carolina, and I moved to the Midwest where there's like a huge percent of white people. And my dad is um, basically, is with this this lady. She's Caucasian. She has a son. I have Mm -hmm. experienced a lot of, negativity towards the women, those Caucasian women um, that date black men, they're very disrespectful to black women. And I have experienced this here. Um, and uh-huh. I, my brother is, is mixed. And he is very, very, very disrespectful to me and my sister. And we, like, uh-huh. you know. So uh-huh. I, I disagree with... Um, interracial dating because I, uh-huh. I feel like we are not to the point where we are healed yet. 
And I right. hear a lot of black men date white women out of uh, necessity. Like they want to, they, they're using them. And the uh-huh, white women uh-huh. date these black men because they they like that gangster mentality. They like what they see on uh-huh. TV, and they like this. They want the sex, that I guess, with the penis and stuff. So, uh-huh. um, and a lot of black men here, they have a cold, but they do not date black women. Uh-huh. And that's this is where I live here. They would not date black women whatsoever because wow. they feel like just like Brother Stone, you know, what he said. You know, it's that foundation. You have to, you have to be raised in that in order to handle a black woman. She is strong. So there, there, a lot of black women are not teaching them the foundation. So they're going uh-huh. to the weaker link. And we, uh-huh. like, I teach my both of my boys. They, I'm very strong, and I teach them that they, that's not going to be allowed in my family. And we, we live around a lot of white people, but I teach them their history. I teach them where they come from. And I teach them pride of self. And I also uh-huh. think that a lot of black people go out because they are not, they don't love themselves. You know, right. and deep inside, yeah. they truly do not love themselves. You will always hear them say "nappy head" or "you're black," you know, "you're too black" or something like that. That hatred uh-huh. will always come out of self. So that's why, uh-huh. they, and 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 the image of Jesus always same in that white image. That's what they're running after to be saved. Damn right. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. They, it's it's a healing that we need that needs to take place before we go you know, out, you know, and um and try to chase somebody else to save us when we need to save mm. ourselves. And that's all Ashe. I have to say. Yes, Ashe. Thank you. Ashe, 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 oh, Queen, that was beautiful. Thank you so much. Babe, I don't think that anybody could have said that any better. She hit, yeah. she hit a nail on the head in the area code 424 and 281. You guys are in line next. Um, She hit that nail directly on the head is that, and I agree with her, like, you know, we have so much healing to do. And like I said, everybody yeah. ready to start roasting marshmallows and singing Kumbaya, the brother logged back into the um to the uh, chat and said that he did know of a family that did actually disown one of their sons for marrying a white woman. And I was like, wow, those are some very serious parents. And see, when you when you look at people who have that type of sins, you have to understand, you know, it might not even be, okay, let's go ahead and take it deep. Y'all know me. I got to put my scuba gear on for a minute, okay? Um, my thing, my thing is that... We could we could we could we could look at this a couple of different ways. You know what I'm saying? You could look at it as we are our ancestors. We already know that the ancestors are here. We already know that 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 a lot of people's signals are blocked, whether it be because of food, the environment, the technology, the computers, the radiation, all damn day, or or just the fact that they hypnotized by Hollywood music and everything else. People's senses are blocked from the ancestors. But what's happening when you do find people that resonate with the way that we resonate? It's not like I said that we running around, you know, like Snoop Dogg pointing you know, toy guns at at clowns in videos like we're showing hatred. But if we choose to, you know, um, and funny, I I heard a brother say one time on a video that says, you know, 
white people can talk about white pride all day, but when black people, you know, show pride in being themselves, we racist, you know, we can't even wear fucking, excuse me, we can't even wear dashikis anymore. Like, I'm terrified to wear my dashiki outside now. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to be, you know, considered a terrorist or anything like that. It's absolutely crazy that we cannot have pride in ourselves, pride in our culture without uh, being uh, crazy, confused, you know, and everything else. And like the sister said, we need a healing. We absolutely need a healing. Area code 424, if you'd like to speak, go ahead and chime in real quick. Oh, yes. Oh, good evening, brothers and sister Stone. This is a dynamic show this evening. Um, there's a, evening. a few points I would like to address. Um, first of all, um, the issue uh, about the interracial children, there have always been interracial children. Um, mm-hmm. The difference is when the father was white and the mother is black versus when the mother is white and the father is black. So a lot mm-hmm. of these uh, mulatto children are running around black power, black power, but really their mindset mm-hmm. is that of the racist white woman. And this ties back mm-hmm. into the previous caller. Even though these black men are uh, cohabitating and having producing children with these white women, the mindset of those of those children is that of the hatred and racism of their white mother. Mm-hmm. And what? And then, as far as what another caller had said, uh, first of all, we have to. Um, it was with the Germans or whatever the conversation was. When you look back mm-hmm. in the dynamics of family and culture, these were not nations. The European, the Catholic Church and the Europeans divided the world into nations so that the Europeans wouldn't fight amongst each other over who they, they held captive. So now we're, when we're talking about intermarrying, of course, it, it, it was like mixing of cultures, different mm-hmm. cultures, different um, rituals. And as far as free, freedom of choice, there was not, this is a new thing. This is something the European brought in because they never had culture. Right. And they've gone all over the world disrupting balances. And that's yeah. why we have the global warming. We have a lot of ugliness in the world right now because they come from a feudal system, first out of caves and then in a feudal system. And mm-hmm. they spread mm-hmm. that feudal system all over the world. Mm-hmm. So there was not free choice. In fact, if you think back even to like the 70s, as far as back maybe the 60s, about 70s, maybe even the early 80s, if a person of a sister was getting married, that man had to come to her father right yeah, here in America. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You didn't go out with uh-huh. anybody. You didn't uh-huh. go out with uh-huh. anybody. Your family approved of whether or not you could even go out with the, with the young man. That's right. So this was a choice. And then I would like to hit on the uh, the issue of um, uh, the difference between a spirit and a soul. The laws of thermodynamics say that energy is neither created nor destroyed. It's only transformed. Uh-huh. So I highly doubt that you were a white person in one life and you come back as a black. Everything has a spirit, but everything does not have a soul. Uh-huh. When you start talking about the soul, you talk about the kundalini energy, the, the carbon-based melanin and the matrix. And so it is not that we are the primordial people. Mm-hmm. We cannot mm-hmm. give DNA to someone else that we didn't have, that they possessed, that they possessed DNA that we don't have. They got that from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. 
And and everyone uh-huh. knows in science that Europeans all contain Neanderthal DNA. And Neanderthals the are presence of the eight. Yeah, exactly. We don't, have any, we don't have any other goal as black people DNA. Now, a spirit and a soul are two different things, and we should not be confused. That's right. That's right, sister. That's right. I, I, and so and, and, and we, we must have some cultural integrity. The reason why we can't wear our dashikis and, and wear our hair natural without the sense of it is they, they know who we are and they fear us. They have attached themselves to us in every way and form that they can. Yes. And I tell people all the time, to their faces, non-black people, you are not my people. Now, if you can't recognize that, we can't even be friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you're attaching Mm -hmm. to me, you're co-opting everything I have, go create yours and bring it to me and share it with me. Because I don't need to mm-hmm. share. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. need to share but, but with anybody, that, but, but with people within my uh, global family. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as far as color, you know, well, they got brothers and sisters from, as they say, light, bright, and damn near white to tire black. All over, all over the world. Find one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, sister. I really appreciate that comment. That was very powerful. Thank you so much. We love you, and thank you for joining Brother Stone and us tonight. Much, many, 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 many positive vibrations to you. Thank um, you. I love that sister stands, man, because like I said, I mean, we should yeah. not be scorned. We should not be scorned. We should not be judged. We we should not be looked any type of way at all crazy um, because of our you know, um, our preferences and, and, and our choices of of how we choose to, you know, and the, sister is right, and the sister is right on a lot of aspects. This topic was just so deep. We've only got like about 10 minutes left in the show, but this topic was so deep that we're probably going to have to do another part two because there are so many facets to this. There's so much, you know, and I would like for a lot more brothers to actually chime in. So I think, babe, I think that next week we probably will do a part two to this because I was really intrigued by what the brother had to say, the sister kind of coming with the same energy. And like I said, you know, nobody's saying, every. basically what they're saying is, look, to each their own. See, they're saying, yeah. see, we've been hit with sayings all throughout our whole lives that we just look at it, oh, that's just a cliche. But look at the reason why some of these sayings are even created, to each their own. You understand what I'm saying? There was a time, let's, I want to get back to even with the brother um, who's married to the Ghanaian sister. I love Ghana, by the way. My mother um, sponsored my sister and brother from Ghana, and I need to go there. I would really love to get there and start a business. But talking about the African continent, let's go all the way back. There was certain, and I, and I believe the brother, babe, if you remember what he was saying, he may have mentioned this little part over here, but there were even certain tribes that would not mix together. And they were African. Yeah. They were in Africa, living even in the same country, but because they were of a different tribal group, it wasn't no mixing. Kind of like the same with the Native Americans. You ain't gonna find no Apache. You know, um, more than likely going with no Cherokee or no Blackfoot. You know, mm-hmm. um, it, and and I think that we have blurred the lines. I think that you know, um, hell, I don't want to go too deep because. <laughs> 
I don't think they're ready to to start going off into grafted DNA and Yakub and 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 and. and, and <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I know I be going a little crazy sometimes with it, but you know, um, you know, that's right. That's like the brother was saying he had to go to her brothers and her fathers, uncles, and had to pay the dowry. Exactly right, and that's what I was saying. We we don't we don't even have that anymore. Whereas the dowries were paid. Your dowry that you might have had to pay for your wife might have been like um, three cattle, some silk, you know, some some rice, you know, some gold, you know, whatever your dowry would have been. And basically, the wife could request, and that's the same thing that you know with Islam. But you have like um, I forgot what tribe mommy said that um, William and Yah belong to. Um, my sister's name is Mawuli, and my brother's name is Yao. So, brother, ask your wife if she knows based on those first, um, those two names, what tribe name. My sister's name is Mawuli, and my brother's name is Yao. That's his, his his name. But anyway, so my point is, you know, you know, here's the thing: if we are in a position where, you know, we want to keep on making beautiful chocolate babies and not be judged by that. You know, I don't think we should be judged. If somebody else, like the brother even said, you know, look to each their own. I'm not judging anybody. The sister said, you know, ain't no way. You know, she's having the other sister said, ain't no way. The one sister that did it before, she said she would never, ever, ever, ever. She put about 15 ever's on that thing. She <laughs> 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 will never, ever, 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 ever do it again. Yes, 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 brother. That is a con. Thank you. Thank you. And they taught me this word that means welcome. It's called aquaba. Aquaba. A K W A A B A. They taught me this word, um, welcome. They taught me a lot of words, but thank you. You're right. That is a con. So, you know, I don't know, family. I think that this is definitely a touchy subject. It's a broad subject that can be touched a little bit more. So, babe, I want you to just kind of give a roundabout, you know, before we um, get out of here. I want to thank everybody that's been on the line, holding in, listening. Don't worry. If you didn't get on, please don't bite Brother Stone and I's head off. Um, next week, we are going to, this is going to be continued, part two. So if you guys get some of your other brothers and sisters, the controversy to come out. I don't want no disrespect, but I welcome the controversy because we have to be depolarized. We have to know that as far as right and wrong, it's you make that choice. It's your free will. What's right to you? The only sin against free will is going against your own free will. Because can't nobody you make you do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it, babe. Well, I just—I mean, more than anything, I just—I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for everybody that called in. I love communication. You know, I—I I, don't—I I don't like to talk a lot, but I love communication. I love to hear a lot of people, um, their opinion, their backgrounds, why they feel the way that they feel. Like that's—that's that's really where, um, speaking on what the one sister said, the healing. Like, like that's part of it. You—you you really have to to reach out and speak with other people and find out, you know, some about their dynamics. Oh, um, I I just appreciate these shows when we have them and people come in and and you know speak and and you know come 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 with some sustenance like you you really have a reason that you feel this way or you really have you know some some things that happened in the past or why and you know it it, it opens other people's eyes to why you feel that way or you know it might might help somebody out in a situation that 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 they might not have thought about before so 
you know, I just appreciate everyone for calling in and, and sharing their, their stories or, or their opinions and, and, and whatnot. And I appreciate you, babe. I appreciate you too, sweetheart. Let me ask you something, just on a quick note before we get out of here. Segregation, I mean, do you think that that we will ever see a world where being segregated would be a possibility or are we way too far past that, that, that everything is just such a melting pot of everything else? Um, you know, do do you see um, the 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 separation and division of the ethnic groups being you know beneficial or more harmful? I just want to just give me thirty seconds on that real quick before we get out. Uh, at this point, I'm gonna say more harmful, um, unless in uh, certain certain groups uh, such as ours uh, can can get the the right type of uh, people in place, or you know, I don't even gonna say right people in place like have the have the hands on certain type of uh, protective measures. Um, I, I think it it would be a little detrimental right now, but I think in the future, uh, no, nah, I still don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. Mm-hmm. You don't see segregation being something that we will ever go back to. Do you think that will be going no. backwards? Uh, it would definitely be going backwards, and I don't I don't see it because there's so much uh, blended families um, of all sorts and. You know uh, the way the government's set up and stuff. Like you have so many different ones who are who are just you know in it together. So I, I don't see it happening. I, I don't think it would be safe for certain um, humble <laughs> backgrounds and groups to to be out there with the you know how the young the one uh, young lady was saying these feuding uh, groups would, would definitely be trying to eradicate the smaller and. and more humble and peaceful groups out. So, so I don't, I don't think it would happen. I don't think it, 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 it should happen. Well, next week, family, I would like to talk a little bit more tonight. We, we kind of covered around and above the entire. And sister Carol, thank you so much for being in the chat room. I love you so much. Thank you for joining. Um, you know, we centered and hovered a lot around the. Uh, the the Caucasian African American dynamic and we really didn't touch too much on other ethnic groups you know like uh, Asians and Spanish we touched a little bit on them but you know if we're talking about cross cultural differences they're 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 differences cross culturally all the way across the board so I'd like for us to touch on that a little bit next week you know tell a friend to tell a friend to to, to join us next week and get in on this conversation because I think that it it Again, like the one sister was saying, healing. And at the end of the day, it's all about uplifting uh, our ourselves, our families, our communities. It's about shifting our frequencies, you know, and it's about operating in love at the end of the day. But before you can operate in love, you must first know what love is. All right. And with that being said, make sure that you guys get to my website and check it out, www.aphroditestone.com. For your own personal sessions, make sure that you check out some of the beautiful and fantastic celebrity readings and ancestor readings that um, I am putting out. Make sure that you pay your libation to your ancestors. Look out for them, man, because they're looking out for you. All right? I love you, my dear husband. I love you, my dear wife. And we love our listeners. As always, it's been Aphrodite Stone, and we leave you in the peace love, and oneness of the infinite creator. Until next time. Sister Fire.
this brutality in your mind. 